Hello, beautiful people. This is Callie, and you're listening to Girl Uninspired, the podcast where we talk about channeling our beings, finding our niche, and what we do about inspiration. Welcome to episode 12. I'm here with Ron. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, my name's Ron. I'm an art student, and uh, I love anime also. And he's a Gemini. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so in this episode today, uh, we're going to talk about growth and being an artist. So my first question is, uh, what does it mean to you to grow as an artist? Uh, to grow as an artist? Yeah. For me, um, I feel like growing is just getting better and learning so like the more you learn the more you improve and I think just like seeing you improve is what drives you to grow as an artist yeah um Mm -hmm. so through your artwork do you have a way that you measure your growth oh yeah so um well yeah so the way I measure it is sometimes I like to redraw some of my old art and uh, see how far I've came. And also just looking back at, like, old sketchbooks and uh, old drawings. And, you know, like, whenever you look back at that time, you thought, like, dang, I'm actually clean. And then, like, a year later, you're like, that was so bad. That eye is, like, off. And so, like, that's how I measure is just, like, looking at old works and uh, just envisioning where I can be at in a few, like, years. Yeah. Especially because... You know, art isn't necessarily talent, but more of practicing. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that are, like, naturally, like, gifted when it comes to, like, certain things. Like, um, Michelangelo, like, that dude, (laughs) he he just had a good eye. I mean, (laughs) he was cold with the, like, chiseling and all that, like. But yeah, like, for sure, like, you can, like, talent can only get you so far, but, like, hard work, like, beats out everything else. Mm-hmm. And then through classes, you, like, learn new techniques and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. So, do you ever have a fear of, like, making art? Uh, sometimes. It really depends on, like, what I'm making. So, like, if it's, um... If it's a portrait, I really fear about, like, if I show, like, the proportions of, like, the person, like, inaccurately. Mm-hmm. That's, like, one big fear. But, like, most of the time I just go in thinking that it might look like crap in the beginning, but I know it's going to turn out well in the end. Yeah. So, like, I'm currently reading this book, and it's called, like, How to Grow as an Artist. Um, and okay. one of the first paragraphs talks about, like, the things that stop people from making art. And it says, um, the fear of not being capable capable enough or fear of art itself. And it says, art and artist are such loaded words that some people p- prefer to just keep their distance. Um, you Do you find that that's true? Uh, kind of. Like, sometimes, like, uh, I use Instagram a lot. To, like, view art. Like, that's what, like, all my friends who are also artists, they use. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, I could, I can get a little bit envious, so I try to distance myself away from art. Uh, th- that's not the case most of the time, but sometimes, like, whenever I'm, like, not in a real, like, art-making mood, I kind of distance myself away from it. But, like, when I'm, like, feeling, like, a buzz to, like, create, I try to surround myself around as much art as possible. Mm-hmm. And do you find it hard to, um, like, with comparing yourself to other artists, do you find it difficult to, you know, try to create your own content? Uh, somewhat. Uh, I think that's, like, touching on, like, style, mm-hmm. uh, especially with what I'm trying to do. Like, um, I'm big into, like, comic book art and, like, uh, character designs, concept art. So, like, what I typically try to do is I study a lot of, like, the big names and, like, people who are, like, ahead of me or above me, and I just take different bits and pieces of stuff that I like, and I try to mesh it to, like, something that I like. But then sometimes I do get a little bit doubtful and think, like, this doesn't look good, it doesn't look like somebody else's, but it looks good for what I've done. Yeah. And how do you develop your own style? Uh, just a lot of practice. Uh, I'm more of, like, a realism and then, like, a dramatic type style. So, like, if you look at a lot of, like, Bernini or Michelangelo sculptures and, like, how, like, the anatomy is somewhat, like, uh, dramatized, I kind of typically do that with my art. Uh, And also, I just like making things look cool. So, like, if something comes in my head, and then I'll, I'll just transfer it. And I like making, like, a lot of creepy stuff. And I just like making stuff that catches the eye, but, like, in a surreal-type environment. Yeah. Is that something that you would say draws you to art? Yeah, definitely. Like, the biggest influence for me in my art is uh, a lot of, like, superheroes and, like, anime. I get a lot of drive from them. And, like, watching the creators create, it makes me want to create something of my own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, what would you say being an artist means to you? Um, to me, it means a lot. Uh, <laughs> especially like in my family. Like if anyone needs something artistic done, they're like, Ron's here. Let's have him do something. <laughs> uh, it's like, it kind of, you know, my family is, like, a lot of, kind of, like, a lot of pressure, a little bit, when mm-hmm. it comes to, like, art stuff, but, like, art's art, and, like, just creating art for art's sake is, like, what matters to me, mm-hmm. and, like, creating something that can, like, create an impact on somebody to, like, motivate them or make them feel better, like, any art, like, the art I want to do or create should be to make a positive impact on other people. So yeah. I'm basically treating myself like art. Yeah. See, I also deal with that of, um, in my family, I am the creative one, air quotes. Um, <laughs> and so whenever I come home, if someone's, like, got a project or something that needs to be worked on, they're like, oh, just have Callie help you. Callie, Callie knows what to do. <laughs> do you find that is accurate for you, too? Yeah, literally, uh, we're just now, like, a few hours ago, my mom wants me to paint, like, a, a wreath, or a wreath for, like, Christmas with the Grinch on it, 
Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was like, like my family asked for like portraits and stuff like that all the time. And like, even when painting like the house a different color, like let's have the artist give his input. So, <laughs> do you find that? Yeah, it's crazy. Do you find that, um, that it can be taxing on you? That like, like not only are you expected to create while you're in school, but you also want to create your own content, but also your family members want you to create. Do you find that um, a challenge? Mm, not really. If anything, it kind of motivates me more. Yeah? To, like, actually, yeah, to, like, get my life together, like, make sure I'm on a good schedule so I'll have the time to, like, do each thing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I'm working on, like, something for school... Uh, I typically get that done within, like, the first three days. Like, I get the assignment. That way I have time to do my personal work. And, um... Yeah, yeah. I, I totally I, feel that. Yeah, because, like, I can't spend two weeks working on, like, a, a school assignment when I'm trying to, like, get my own career and, like, portfolio done. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it just, it's not much of a challenge. It's more of, like, motivation to, like, make sure I get things done when I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. And how do you find that it's the best to manage that for you? Uh, the best to manage it um, is, well, I have no life when it comes <laughs> to, like, during school time. So, like, I'm either, like, in the studio or in class or at my apartment. And so all I all I do is just create art. So usually by the time uh, like six or seven o'clock in the evening, I'm usually just chilling, working on my own stuff. And then I usually wake up around six, and then I go to like the gym, and then I create my own or start working on. It depends on like the different projects. So like I typically manage my time around the scale of the project and the, like the amount of materials I need to use. And so like it varies depending. Do you find that, um, that, that giving yourself, like, a, a time limit, say, three days, is best for you? Do you think that, you know, that it's the most effective way for you to get your work done? Uh, yeah, because, like, uh, like I said, if it's the pressure on, and, like, I work very well under pressure for some reason so like even if like the project not due for like another two weeks i'll say i need to get it done in three weeks and then like the night before i'll be like near finished and then i'll have the two weeks to just work back into it yeah and you do you find that that extra time of like do you spend that time reflecting on the piece at all uh, sometimes like i'll have it hanging up in my room uh, if it's like a painting or like a sculpture, I'll have it hanging up or propped up. And then when I come in, I might think of something like, oh, I should do this. And then I'll just write it down on a sticky note and then do it later. And so, yeah, I'm constantly just thinking about my projects and uh, how I can push like the concept or the aesthetic more. Mm-hmm. Because I remember uh, we, w- we had an artist talk. Um, Cliff Tresner came in. And one of one of the things that he said was you need to spend just as much time observing and questioning the things that you make as you do making it. Uh, do, mm-hmm. do you find that, like, 
allotting that time allows you to do that? Uh, kind of. Uh, really, once I get done with the... I typically don't try to dwell on it as much. So, like, if I'm working on it for a day, I sleep over it, or I sleep on it, and I wake up with a fresh eye and, like, okay, I need to do that. So, it really just depends. And also, like, if you were enjoying the project or not. So, like, if you're not enjoying it, you're probably not going to spend as much time, like, uh, overlooking it and making sure everything's right. But, like, if it's something you really care about, then you probably would observe it more than you would work on it. That is 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I found myself in my drawing class not uh, putting in as much effort as I did in my design class. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it also just depends on, like, the medium also. So, like, in, if, if a painter is taking a sculpture class, they'll probably not focus much on it because they're mainly drawn to paintings and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, what would you say is your medium? Uh, I work, I, tip, right now I'm bouncing around trying to like, I know what I like and I know what I don't like, but I like so much stuff, but my main one is, uh, graphite. Yeah. And then I love doing oil and then digital. Mm-hmm. What is some stuff that you've like been trying out? Because you mentioned bouncing around, so what is... What does that look like? Uh, so I do a lot of figurative work, and so I like I like pushing the uh, my figures with different mediums. So like one thing I've been trying out was like collage, and I made like this creature. I have like body parts of like my classmates, and it looked pretty cool. But like collage isn't like what I like, so I knew that uh, gouache. I love gouache. Uh, it's not as like cool as oil, but it, you can get some, like, really good detail with it. And then um, uh, the Prismacolor pencils. I've been experimenting with them along with the, uh, the Copic markers, trying to, like, layer them and get, like, more definition. Yeah. So, like, it just takes a lot, but, like, I usually just stick to, like, my pen and pencil, or my paper and pencil. Um, What is it that draws you to graphite? Uh, well, since I'm trying to get into, like, the comic book industry and, uh, like, have my own comic and everything, uh, I'm more traditional when it comes to, like, panel layout, so, like, most of them are done in graphite. Uh, right, right now they're transitioning to, like, digital, so I'm learning more digital, but also with, like, portraits, uh, I don't know, it's just something about, like, the, the monochromatic uh, color scheme of graphite it enhances, like, a... I guess I can't really place my finger on, like, the feeling it evokes, but it makes you seem sad. So, like, with graphite, I do, like, a lot of sad portraiture or, like, creepy drawings also because, like, the harsh blacks and, like, the, the contrast. So, like, yeah, like, the contrast is, like, really draws me into graphite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I like graphite a lot. Um, so do you see yourself going into the comic book industry? Is that... Did I hear you right? Yeah, that's for sure. I, I can see myself there by the time I'm 20. Like, I have, like, set goal. I have goals set, and I plan on meeting them by the time I'm 28, so... Do you want to talk about those goals? Yeah. Um, my goal by... Well, 
my years in college, I want to uh, make sure I absorb as much information I can and, like, practice a lot. So on a typical day, like a school day, I probably, like, I'm in class from, like, uh, 8 to 2, and then I'll draw for, like, 4 or 3 to 6 hours straight after that. Uh, I do a lot of anatomy studies, and so by the time I'm 22, I want to be full-time, uh, excuse me, working on my comic and, like, developing it and, like, getting, like, my brand out there. And then by the time I'm, like, 24, 26, I want to have, like, a show that's for it, like, an animation. And I want to have, like, I don't want to, like, license myself out there to anyone else. I want to be, like, the, the owner of my IP, making sure, like, everything is the way it uh, should be. And, like, I just want my comic to, like, blow up and, like, make an impact on people. Yeah. Like, how, like, my inspiration, yeah. So, like, because, like, I get a lot of my inspiration from comics. Like, my favorite is the, uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. And, like, he's a big influence. Uh, and I just look at, like, the greats. So, like, I just, these goals I have are, like, what the people, like, my predecessors, that they had plans. I'm kind of emulating those plans, but doing my own twist on them. That is really awesome. <laughs> um, but, yeah. What is it that you hope that your comic, like, brings to the world? Or... To your audience? Uh, inspiration to, like, get up and go after it. So, like, uh, even though, like, this is kind of, like, a touchy subject, uh, the main character is going to be, like, an African-American. And so, like, you know, in Africa, like, there's not much of, like, like a comic industry. And, like, it's hard to, like, get sources out there. And so, like, that's one place, like, I really want to, like, inspire people at a lot and then also like the whole cast is like really diverse and so like people won't just be able to like relate to like one character they can relate to like the whole like, uh cast and so um i really want like the comic to be like relatable um real story driven and have like dynamic art as well and just like have like a positive impact and not a negative impact yeah do you do you have like the storyline and whatnot planned out or is it something that you like you have an idea of what you want it to look like but you haven't yet um like turned it into that uh right now i think i have a general idea um really just writing the story out right now uh while also doing some character designs because uh i'm still like growing as an artist like exponentially mm -hmm. uh so like my my style might change and uh or like I might improve just as fast as I am and so like my art now probably won't look the way it is in like a year so I'm really just working hard to like not per se perfect my style but do it in a way to where it's repetitive and not just like a one-off thing mm -hmm. and so I'm just developing the story right now and like getting the characters and stuff making sure like it's not bland and do you find that like because as an art major, you have to take all sorts of different classes. You can't just take, like, a bunch of drawing classes. Like, you also have to take design and color. And um, mm -hmm. do you find that, like, classes like maybe ceramics are helpful to that? 
Um, it depends. So, like, um, I just got done with a with, uh, sculpture process, one of my classes, and uh, we had, like, one project uh, I made out of polymer clay and, like, a football cleat, and I made different casts of it. And, like, you can learn a lot of stuff and, like, transfer it to, like, what you're trying to do. So, like, color shifts and uh, the way things form is one big thing you got to know. Like, in the comic industry, you have to know how to draw everything. And, like, the organic shapes really help. And so just, like, whenever you're able to, like, feel the art, you can kind of emulate that onto, like, paper. But, like, some stuff, yeah, like, ceramics, like, making a bowl. Uh kind of not as helpful as like learning to draw like feet you know (laughs) yeah uh so like some classes i i don't think i really need to take or i don't prefer to take but if i need to i just take them yeah does it um have you taken a figure drawing class already Mm, no but i've been to some workshops that my uh, professors invited me to because they saw like my interest and uh I've also sat in on some, like, figure drawing classes. So, like, it helps a lot with, like, knowing, like, proportions and everything and the way the human body just, like... Because, like, we're real complex, like, beings, like, when it comes to, like, our flesh and everything. And so, like, figure drawing is probably, like, one of the... Even though I haven't had the class, I think it's, like, one of the best things I've ever done. Yeah. Are you looking forward Mm -hmm. to taking those classes in the future? I'm taking it every chance I get. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you know if they're offering any for the winter? Are you, like, enrolled in them? Not the winter, but spring for sure, and then probably the summer. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you ever feel like... Okay, do you... When you make art, you said you do a lot of portraits um, and a lot of, you know, different things like uh, monsters and whatnot. Do you ever feel that you, like, project yourself into your art? Uh, I think everyone does that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm painting a portrait of, like, let's say I'm painting a portrait of you, uh, I'm learning a lot about you, and I'm also, like, giving, like, my side through the painting. So, like, the way I use the brush, like, the strokes, the colors I use, the way I mix, I think the way we interact with like art kind of like puts our imprint on it yeah that's really awesome um do you ever feel like pressure to create a certain type of art a certain type of way yeah like if it's like a big name character and i'm doing like a fan art i kind of get in the mindset like it has to look exactly like it and then i kind of lose out on like my style and like it doesn't look as aesthetic um so yeah kind of it, it really just depends like if I'm, if I'm doing my own stuff then no because like no one else can do it like I can you know yeah but like if you're like straight up like trying to emulate another artist's uh style it's kind of hard to do that because like they have like that uh like that muscle memory when it comes to art you can't really emulate that yeah, because, like, style is something that the artist has developed already, and it took them, like, forever to get there, 
And yeah. now you're just trying to replicate that, and you're trying to learn all of their techniques in yeah. just one a piece. Yeah. And so, like, the best way to go about that is just, like I said, just looking at, like, your idols or, like, your predecessors and just taking the bits and parts that you like and, like, trying to come up with something that's, like, your own. Mm-hmm. Who would you say um, are some of, you know, your idols or um, some some artists that you really look up to? Oh, God. The list, <laughs> that list is kind of long, but I'll give you, like, my top five. Okay. Uh, so, number one has to be... Jim Lee, he's a um, comic. He's a head publisher at DC Comics right now. Yeah, and like he, his figures like moves like on the paper. It just he's really good. Uh, then you have uh, Zach Shia. He's a up and coming comic book artist. He's also like a YouTuber. That's how I like learned like got into like the motivation to draw and stuff because like he did like the draw every day stuff like that, I took it to, like, an extreme, and I, I'm still doing it. Uh, Dave Finch is third. He's, like, on Jim Lee's level. He's really good also. Um, Ross Tran, he's a digital artist based in California. He does, like, a lot of concept art. Uh, he does, like, a lot of fan art also. Uh, he's also a YouTuber, but he's uh, done, like, some big-name stuff. Like, he did, like, a character design for a Disney movie. Um, he's a big influence when it comes to digital art. And then Todd McFarlane, he's also a comic book artist. He's the, uh, I think he's the CEO of Image Comics, which is a whole different conversation. But, uh, that's where I really want to try to get my comic published because, like, over there, you get, like, you own your IP. They're only, like, the distributor. And, uh, just seeing what he did in the 90s, kind of, like, influences me to, like, go out and do my own thing instead of having to work for someone else. Mm-hmm. So those are my top five. That's really that are, like, awesome. like, my professors. Yeah. Do you want to talk about, like, maybe some of your professors that have kind of, like, mentored you? Uh, yeah. So, like, the main... Let me see. The main two would have to be uh, Joey and Whitney. Joey really likes just making art for art's sake, like, without, like, concept. Uh, and he just, like, back when I took him, he made me, like, want to improve and, like, go out there and, like, just become an artist. And then Whitney was a huge influence on my life because I came into college with uh, her advice. Uh, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at tonight, or right now with my art. And, like, the one thing she told me was to draw what I see. And I took that to heart, and now I'm, like, improving exponentially. That's awesome. Yeah. What would you say is a current project, or or your next project? Like, what is it that you're working on now? Um, right now, uh, I'm kind of working on different things. So, like, the comic is a big one for sure, because that's, like, my goal in life. Um portraitures like there's like a series i'm coming out for uh, the rose center it's like showing like it's i wouldn't want to like label it only for like women but also if men would like their portrait painted uh with like petals of roses 
like covering parts of their face. That would be pretty cool. That's like one thing I'm working on and like doing a lot of portraiture and also like just concept art. So like, uh, for like video games, I would like create characters for like landscapes and um, just different creatures. So like, I'm really like multitasking, but like the main focus right now is my comic getting school done and uh, the portraitures. Do you find it hard to create concept art? Uh, sometimes, like what I usually do, um, I go on in, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube or Pinterest and I like, I like to scroll. I'm like, that looks cool. And, uh, I go out into like, when I'm like out with my family, um, I usually just take pictures of where I'm at and, uh, try to like, like, I get most of my ideas, like, at night when I'm trying to go to sleep, and then, like, I get all wired, and I can't go to sleep until, like, I write it down. And so, like, I usually just, like, drop from my imagination and then also, like, nature. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you ever find yourself limited with, like, how you express your creativity? Um, sometimes I feel like I put constraints on myself because I sometimes have like a doubtful mindset which isn't the case like 98% of the time it's like one of those rare moods you know and yeah. so like that's like the only time when I feel like constrained and or limited like how do you hold yourself accountable to creating because you do create content very regularly mm-hmm. so like how do you make sure that you don't you know, get drained or depleted so that you can keep creating? Um, yeah, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier with just, like, making sure I have enough time. So, like, I usually give myself, like, a time limit. And then I take breaks periodically. So, like, I'll go and, like, talk to, like, my friends or go hang out and watch a movie or something. Uh, I make sure I have enough time to, like, leisure around but also get my work done. So I think that's how I, like, keep my mind, like, functioning without getting drained. Also, I drink a lot of water. Uh, <laughs> water helps me a lot with uh, thinking and creating. And, like, it gives me, like, an energy booster. So, like, if I'm, like, waking up and I need to create, I'll just go, like, get a gallon of water and, like, start drinking it throughout the day. Yeah? Yeah. And so... That's what I do to, like, make sure I don't get drained and make sure, like, I have fun with art instead of just, like, making it to, like, reach a deadline or something. That is, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. What would you say is something that you want the listener to take away from this episode? Uh, start now. Like, if you're an artist, just start now. Just draw every day, draw everything. Uh, don't listen to what people tell you, unless if it's good, or, like, if it's constructive feedback, always take that. Don't listen to people telling you you suck, because a year from now, you'll be better than what you are now. And, like, how did you get to that mindset yourself? Um, well, I didn't start taking art seriously until the summer of 2018, so, like, uh, mid-July, I was, like, really bad at art, but I had a dream, and I wanted to chase it, so I decided that I'm not going to let no one tell me I can't do it, uh, which I really haven't had happen yet, 
people were like really supportive because I knew I could do it because I like I worked really hard. Uh, I drew over the summer like eight to ten hours a day, nonstop. Uh, I just had like that that ambitious mindset of like if I can't do it, I will do it, and if I'm gonna do it, I have to do it a hundred percent and not ninety nine percent. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Because it's, it's hard to get to that mindset sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's, you have to just work at it. And uh, it, it costs a lot of sacrifices too. Like, being an artist, like, what I'm trying to do, you have to, like, sacrifice time and, like, time with friends and family to, like, get to where you want to be. And then you'll have that time later on. Yeah. Well, do you want to drop your Instagram? Oh yeah, my uh, my Instagram is McRondo Art. Uh, that's M C R O N D O, and then Art. And uh, I also have a YouTube channel called McRondo. I do. I'm starting it up, and uh, I'll be doing like a bunch of like art skits and stuff, like speed drawings and like drawing my friend as this and stuff like that and so like that's one of my other projects that I'm working on too so I can like get my name out there yeah that's really cool <laughs> yeah which I'm really excited about it all right so go check out his Instagram because it's pretty cool and I'll have to check out that YouTube channel because that sounds pretty cool too <laughs> thank you thank you for being on my <laughs> podcast <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, lovelies.